0: Hello, welcome to Love Food, Hate Money, the show where we talk about how much we love food and we prove it by spending all of our money on it. I'm your host, Jonah. This is co-host, Courtney. Hey. And this episode is brought to you by more Kirkland Signature products because Woo-hoo. that's the only place that we shop anymore.
1: we fully embraced Costco life.
0: <laughs> <We're> <laughs> tote drink- life. <laughs> it's like the tote life, but different. Um, we're drinking Kirkland Signature pomegranate juice and sparkling water just mixed together. Little little pomegranate spritz.
1: It's delicious.
0: It's fine.
1: It's the peak of health.
0: I bought that pomegranate juice to make homemade grenadine, and then I was lazy, and so now it's just.
1: We still can. We have a lot of it left.
0: Yeah, I could. I mean, it it would reduce down to having some left, but not a ton. It'd be good though.
1: What do you use the grenadine for?
0: Mmm. Whatever I want. <laughs> In the worst of Max, inappropriate things.
1: Inappropriate things. <laughs> what are you looking at me for? You're the one that you did this episode. This is an all Jonah, all the time episode. Yeah,
0: I'm your captain now. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Well, uh, they we're heading back into the newsroom, and this time you're the one blind reacting to all the articles. Guys,
1: this is crazy.
0: Spoiler alert, this one's going to be very fast food heavy because that's what <laughs> because I like Jonah the news made about. The episode. Let's see. I'll just go in order of, of the way that I found them. Um, this one comes from food and wine magazine, (laughs) um, by Jalissa Castrodale. The headline of the article is Oreo is launching a limited edition cookie that comes stuffed with other Oreos. I'm sorry. It's called the most Oreo Oreo cookies and cream. And then.
1: So are they taking like the mini Oreos and putting them inside the like double stuff?
0: That's what I wanted them to do. That is not the case. Um, the emphasis on it is that it, even below that, it says it's extremely meta. So that's a spoiler for where this is going. It's going to be the NFT of the cookie world.
1: <laughs>
0: um, let's see. Oreo has been doing bullshit flavors since early 1912. That's basically what this article says. Uh, seasonal sticker duel, yada, yada. This variety, which Oreo describes as so meta, takes two chocolate flavored base cakes. It's named for the top and bottom cookies, which is...
1: I didn't know they were cakes.
0: I, I, no, they're not cakes. They're base cakes. Um, what I call you too. <laughs> thanks. Puts an extra large, most stuff amount of cream filling between them. But instead of the standard cream, the this version has actual little bits of Oreo in it. So it's just a cream with Oreo smashed into it. So there's. So
1: what they're doing is they're taking all the cookies that were rejected off the assembly line and grounding them up and mixing them into the cream.
0: That is that's what it says. But it gets worse.
1: Oh god. The most
0: Oreo Oreo is being used to launch the Oreoverse. This is almost all direct quotes from this Food Wine article, so <laughs> shout out to shout-out to it. Um its own online metaverse experience where Oreo aficionados can play cookie games and try for a chance to win the grand prize of fifty thousand dollars. That could be a lot of Oreos. Apparently can <laughs> be accessed uh, via Meta Horizon World using the MetaQuest 2 or MetaQuest Pro headset. Is this so,
1: All like meta, like Facebook?
0: Yeah, like meta, meta. jeez. Yeah, yeah, actual metaverse.
1: They're like, you know what? We didn't have enough ways to steal your data. So how about Oreos? How about Oreos? We will trade you.
0: The most stuffed dunk. (laughs) I would also give up all of my, uh, I guess, security for an Oreo.
1: Well, I think the problem is that as a child, I did play all of the different like game websites. So I feel like the Oreo one would just be like right up my alley. I'd uh, be like, yeah. I would love to play Oreo games. Thank you. Uh,
0: I would like Oreo flash games in the in the metaverse. Just staring at Zuckerberg, di- dipping an Oreo into his milk. Oh, man. Sipping his milk Lizards loudly. don't
1: eat Oreos.
0: But they do sip milk.
1: <laughs> loudly.
0: Very loudly. So <laughs> um
1: what are,
0: what are your feelings about?
1: Well, OK, so, it's <laughs> about cookie. so when you started talking about Meta, I thought you were going to talk about um, how Chick-fil-A has a class action lawsuit against them because they've been illegally selling data to Meta.
0: Chick-fil-A has been illegally yeah. selling data to it. I just saw a video about that today. What are, what are they saying? They're like, yeah, Meta. People really want Chick-fil-A on Sundays. That's the only data that we have.
1: I'm concerned about what the what the videos would be or whatever the data is that they're selling. That's kind of
0: creepy. And guys, people want chicken and they don't really care about the gay agenda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Chick-fil-A. What? It's not controversial to say that Chick-fil-A is not the biggest fan of, of that community. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Chick-fil-A owner, I'm sure that plenty, I mean, plenty of Chick-fil-A employees, I'm sure. Shout out. <laughs> I thought you were All...
1: going to just start singling people out.
0: How many people would I be able to single out that work at Chick-fil-A? We don't have Chick-fil-A friends. We have no Chick-fil-A friends. My
1: brother we... worked there for like a couple months.
0: Uh, did he?
1: Yeah, remember? And they it's, they didn't fire him. They just stopped scheduling him. <laughs> That's
0: right. The they, they girl bossed him.
1: They were like, oh, hey, we don't like you, which is just rude. So they just took him off the schedule he was like a very but I restaurant I way here
0: <laughs> it's the most restaurant way to like push someone out the most like oh, a yeah. awful form of passive aggression where you're not collecting unemployment on their yeah
1: exactly. on their account all right what's the next one
0: On um, next thing on the ticker is i've talked to you about this a little bit already but the mountain dew baja blast oh hot my sauce God.
1: so gross
0: i everyone enter for a chance to win and then send it to me please <laughs>
1: Oh, you already it already was an instant win, right? Like you didn't win.
0: No, it was. I think they're doing a drawing for it. Like the other every Baja Blast competition I enter and I've never gotten anything for it, which makes me really sad. (laughs) Just a deep sadness. But it was funny because when I went to look into it, like I don't think it's an instant win contest. I think it's still going on. But then I was like, well, what other weird Mountain Dew things are there? And I'm just going to go ahead and I wish I could just send this over to you real quick. But there's a, the amount of Mountain Dew merch that exists oh, in this world. I can't
1: even imagine.
0: If you go to the Mountain Dew shop <laughs> is upsetting. Yeah. There's a camo trucker hat, flaming Hot Mountain Dew t-shirts. Because that's more of a stunt move than anything anyway. That's so so why not? Why not just rep oh. it via
1: the... <laughs> Did you ever get to try the Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew?
0: No, I think Drew still might have some. Because it's really hard to get rid of that stuff once you have it. <laughs> like many other diseases in this world that are hot. <laughs> flaming hot. Uh, my favorite. Uh, mm, I don't know. There's a real t- toss-up. There's a Zach Levine NBA 2K hoodie. The prices on this stuff is wild, too. Like, the hoodie is $55. No, it's not that much. But, like, $55 for a hoodie based on an NBA player's... I feel like appearance. that's what
1: most branded hoodies cost, though.
0: It's still upsetting. Oh, okay. I think the Do the Do belt buckle might be the worst, but it's sold out. Ooh, she almost spit out some pomegranate. <laughs> the Do. <laughs> the do, it's a It looks like a big old cowboy belt buckle. That's Do the Do. $28. doesn't exist anymore. I will wear it to work if someone sends it to me.
1: I'll find one online.
0: That's wonderful. I'll do it today. And then my favorite one, which doesn't make a lot of sense anymore, is this Baja Blast, quote, Hard tea. So it's a tie-dye tee. Does make Mountain Dew Baja Blast available in stores all the time, and I think it is. So I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if Mountain Dew is
1: maybe making is fun of themselves. Maybe they're like, we're gonna take away. the
0: if you don't buy enough of these shirts, we're gonna take it from you.
1: No, I really love when you go onto a spe- like specifically food brands websites and see what they have. Like if you go to, I think it's Hershey's website. So yeah, Hershey's makes Reese's, right? Yeah.
0: I think Reese's, probably it's still a yeah, Hershey no, company, but I think sure. Reese's make Reese's.
1: <laughs> I think it's all the same. I think if you go to Hershey's website, for a while there was this trend on TikTok going around that you could buy, like, fresh off the factory line peanut butter cups. Be- instead of getting the, like, crappy ones that have been in the grocery store for six months, you can get them, like, fresh.
0: Reese's is a really interesting candy because of the white dust that forms oh, that, over
1: it. It's nasty. When
0: the chocolate's old.
1: So you can basically get super fresh ones and people were reviewing them on TikTok and being like, this is the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. So I looked <laughs> into getting some and it was like more than I was willing to commit to the bit.
0: How much was it to buy a hot f- 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 off the press Oreo uh, or Reese's? Let's see. I'm Hold still on. caught up in the Oreo verse, guys. Sorry. All right. You can keep looking that up. I'll move on to the next item with the ticker. Oh, boy. It's an ad for a credit card. Whoa, what is happening? That
1: is the next item that we probably need. Yeah, so it is the Hershey's website. Okay. You can buy direct from factory peanut butter cups, two and a half pounds, which is 72 cups. It's $30, but it's out of stock. Hmm.
0: That's too much.
1: Well, yeah, because like, first of all, I don't need $30 worth of any kind of candy. That's too much. I don't
0: think that's more. I don't think anyone needs anything of candy.
1: Well, candy strong verbiage. It can be delicious sometimes.
0: It's wonderful. Almost. All, well, not almost all the time. I'm not a big candy fan. Mm. I like the chocolates. Like I like Reese's. And I like I Twix. I will say. I'm I little... realized that as an adult that Twix is the right option. I
1: tried their cookie dough flavor. It was gross.
0: Twix cookie dough? Yeah, it was bad. Like what? Was it just a little? It has you... like
1: a line of cookie dough in it. It was not good. Oh. Um, Twix delicious. I would rather have like a 70% chocolate bar though. Like, 70% cocoa.
0: 30% mystery.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Than, like, a regular candy bar.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's roughly where I would say I'm at as far as, like, I don't know, hard to eat candy Skittles. Skittles aren't the same anymore. Skittles is an adult. No. I Mm -hmm. applaud Marshawn Lynch for appreciating Skittles as a grown-ass man because that's... There's so much. The next item on our agenda... Is this food uh, tangentially? Okay. Uh, New FDA guidelines call for reducing but not eliminating lead in baby food.
1: I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) This one's on CBS News. Oh my God. Hard to find an individual contributor there, but um, apparently the FDA has drafted new guidelines for baby food products as part of their closer to zero initiative aiming to reduce childhood exposure to harmful contaminants in food. So now there's an appropriate amount of lead that your babies can eat. Which well, I think kind of speaks to all of the people that are like, don't feed babies baby food. Just go ahead and like blend up, make them a smoothie. Um, they do follow that up by saying that um, the proposed action levels would result in significant reductions in exposure to lead f- from food, while ensuring availability of nutritious nutritious food. Says the FDA on Twitter.
1: I have so many questions. Like, how is the lead getting in there in the first place?
0: Um, it's so. Apparently, prolongi- apparently, apparently, apparently lead isn't good for you. No, so profound exposure <laughs> uh, leads to behavioral difficulties, lowered IQ, immuno issues, cardiovascular, renal, reproductive, developmental, you know, just it's just bad. Pretty much everything that involves being alive. Um. But they explained that lead is widely present in the environment, both naturally and in part due to human activities. So, same thing where there's like an allowable amount of parts per million animal, like cockroach biddies inside of your ketchup and all those old, (laughs) old timely wives' tales, where it's like, yeah, it's made in a factory. So, stuff happens. So, um, yeah, go ahead and go out. If you really want to go full Mad Hatter, try your nearest Gerber baby.
1: Oh my God. That's. I wish I could say it's surprising. It's not. I think obviously any time that food is being mass produced, like there is a higher risk of contaminants and like you just have to accept that for what it is. But I'm a really big fan of the people who make their own baby food, not that you need to go out and buy all the crap to do it. But if you have, like, a nice blender and you just take some of whatever you're I'm eating so out. I'm so glad that's
0: where you went with it. I knew that you weren't going to go someplace with it. But the entire time leading up to, like, how you were planning on, I really applaud the people that make their own baby food. They chew for the so baby. long. They they spit it back out. I thought you were going full baby burger. Oh, it's full like baby I really bird. applaud the people that take the time and effort to chew their food enough that they can. <laughs> no,
1: there's a lot of people now. And I want to say um, there are. A lot of chefs that do this, but they basically just take whatever they're cooking. Let's say you're making like a stew for dinner, and before you super heavenly, like heavily season it, heavenly. Super, uh,
0: man, I, Jeez. that's no wonder your cooking is so good. You're putting in that I've heavenly. heavenly in it, seasoning. Yeah.
1: Before you like heavily season it, um, cause obviously like a lot of salt's not good for babies and like, you know,
0: probably not for people either, but pepper flakes it's heavenly for babies
1: is like not ideal. Um, but then they just take gas
0: Weak that. ass babies. <laughs>
1: wait can we make a weak ass baby shirt
0: oh weak ass babies over here not even handling their peppa flakes
1: (laughs) anyways uh (laughs) then they would blend it and just feed it to their baby instead of you know buying a separate food like and that gets them used to eating um more exciting things sure which i think is really cool just
0: you know Normal food, or
1: you can yeah exactly, or you just get some
0: used to being like oh eventually you'll eat this you sweet sweet child like it's not crazy to just
1: blend your own fruits and vegetables like that's pretty pretty easy
0: yeah so yeah that was that was that on my tangential like this is food related babies have to eat too especially the weak ass ones one more note on it though later in this article it says there's no truly safe level of uh, lead according to the American Academy of Pediatrics. And I like that as a clarifying point (laughs) of like, just so you know,
1: we don't recommend any. So I am going to toe the line of being controversial because I think this really points to something else that's really popular in news because I haven't heard about this at all, the baby food stuff. Um, But I've heard a lot about gas stoves. And with Mm. baby food being what it is and usually being an affordable option or a quick option for low income families. Mm-hmm. That's really who's being affected the most by these unsafe foods. Yeah. And it's kind of Which the same. Sad. It's the same thing with the whole gas stoves things where it's like yeah, gas stoves may not be inherently evil, but being in bad ventilated rooms <laughs> could kill people. It's fumes asthma. isn't good.
0: I like that all of that came out and so I have I heard over your shoulder and listening to the internet, so many people, you know, being pretty furious that they're going to take away our gas stoves. Just... Um, and, you know, what's that going to do to restaurants? Like, pretty much nothing. Most restaurants have to have hood systems in place where it's not a big deal. But if you live in a little apartment with a microwave as your fan that just kind of...
1: Spins around the gas. Holds onto
0: the air and does a little tango with it. Um, yeah, huffing fumes is, was never good for you.
1: Right. No, and I think it's just so funny how attached people are to this idea of gas stoves. Where it's like I have had gas and I've had electric. I have worked with um, induction. And, you know, what's so funny is they all cook food. Isn't Whoa. that crazy?
0: Science, That's science, baby. And I'm
1: just like, man, like if something is healthier and is better for people, like why does it make people so angry?
0: And if we all remember, because <laughs> we all watch these awful videos, what was it? Um, probably like it was probably pandemic era. There was that one YouTube series where it was the one girl that was like cooking everything and things that shouldn't be cooking food or it was like, make a full three course meal in your coffee pot.
1: Oh yeah. That was good stuff. Uh, hey, you know what? It's funny. It's still cooked food.
0: Still cooked food.
1: Well, and I, it's, I listened to, um, one of my favorite podcasts the other night and they were talking about, um, how like you don't bring in your gas grill into your living room on game day. Or you do it you don't.
0: <laughs> I, There was a... I can't remember which article I... Because it's
1: dangerous?
0: Yeah. You know how it's a bad plan? But I like the flavor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just stuff like that where it's like, yeah, I understand. People are going to be mad because they want to be mad. But I'm like, at the end of the day... People don't like, like being
0: told what to do. Right. In general, any guidelines. That's the only thing that I've learned as an adult.
1: Well, it's like when seatbelts came out, everybody was mad about seatbelts. California had had or has the law in place that you have to wear a helmet to ride a bike like it's just they're putting rules in place because people aren't protecting themselves you need
0: to do this because it's safe and they're like i'm gonna huff this butane burner if i (laughs) want to huff this butane burner and there ain't nothing you girls can do about it i
1: just it's it's funny but really it's just sad because like i said with the baby food like it's it's lower income people who are gonna struggle the most with it like if you live in an apartment complex and they put gas in there and you have no ventilation.
0: Mm-hmm. That's Bad what are you going to do.
1: You can't do anything about it.
0: This next article is for you specifically. And I talked to you about it a little bit. And I wanted to get your opinion on it.
1: I don't listen to anything you say.
0: This is from uh, QSR Magazine or Quick Service Restaurant Magazine. in and outs moving to the Southeast.
1: Oh, you did mention this briefly. And... While we
0: were in California, I was like, so remember when you said that the only reason the in and outs good because it's... Hyper local, and they only about two bakeries. That's another stale ass bread across the, yeah, the five states.
1: Not, they're gonna get really bad in and out.
0: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Barely in and out it's in seven states: Colorado, Oregon, Texas, Utah, Arizona, Nevada, and California.
1: Well, think about all those states.
0: Well, yeah, it's all the, all on the west. No, I'm just saying. it was like, I didn't <laughs> I didn't realize that they went borders. far. I didn't realize that it went all the way up to Oregon. I guess is more my thought process.
1: Yeah, like. <sighs> I do f- go with the conspiracy that in and out tastes better in California. I fully believe that. That has been my experience.
0: Soon it's about to taste better in Tennessee because they're making a-, a corporate headquarters there. And-
1: oh, okay. So that's super interesting.
0: Yeah, so- they're moving. Uh, the historic concept will invest $125.5 million to build a 100,000-square-foot corporate office in Franklin, Tennessee. It's scheduled to start in 2024. Finished by 2026. It's going to house ops management hr it and then a new corporate station they're gonna start opening locations in nashville by 2026
1: you know what they should and should be investing that money in
0: better french fries
1: improving their french fries yeah that would be a better
0: maybe tennessee really likes floppy potatoes and they're like you'll all appreciate these (laughs) this
1: is good for you
0: you like that limp starch in your mouth is that you are you afraid of salt on your potatoes like, we got something for you, Tennessee?
1: Man, I'm a big fan of In-N-Out, and I understand the reasons that people don't like it. And when someone says, yeah, but the fries are nasty, 100% agree.
0: It's really? Anyone They're that... They're not good. I've talk- talked to, I think, two or three people that said, I think In-N-Out fries are good. And I... I I don't trust them. I can't even remember who they are.
1: They are me so and much I that don't I, respect that they upset
0: me so much that I forgot about which one said it, because to not dislike them as a person (laughs) i had to remove that memory
1: well and people will be like well just get them extra crispy oh just get them without salt and add your own salt i don't want to modify french fries to get them decent the first time i just want them to be served to me the right way and the right way is using frozen fries don't at me
0: i think too for in and out fries every time i've gotten them extra crispy they're still floppy they're just very tan I don't even understand what they do to them when they... I I understand what they do. You put them in the fryer longer. That's fine. I don't know what their fryers do. I don't know what witchcraft is happening in that oil that they color the fries without providing any texture or backbone to them. It's magical.
1: It has to do... We could get into this and get all sciency, but it has to do with the starch. And basically, when they're making them extra crispy, they're really only changing the outside of the french fry. But even the they're outside not- doesn't
0: get crispier. It's no, it's
1: just it's getting color.
0: It's just a nice little tanning bed. Want to go to the want to go to the tanning salon? And the little potato is like, yay! <laughs> next what else up, you got from Next me? up on the on the ticker and the weather forecast, simply brands to debut. Why do you keep
1: saying ticker?
0: The the news tickers are the things at the bottom of when you watch the news. Oh, like
1: the screen scroll?
0: Yeah, the little screen scroll. That's a ticker.
1: I didn't know that.
0: I think <laughs> <laughs> now I'm being gaslighted into what things are.
1: I don't know well <laughs> okay
0: to tick you off <laughs> uh they're debuting a mixology assortment it's uh so simply owned owned by coke known for their like pretty good like simply limeade they simply yeah, the they've got their mixology series coming out late january this is from bevindustry.com it's one of their articles um it's apparently my only free article that i get from them so i had to keep this tab open oh good for you um I'll try to make sure that I can send it to you. So everyone gets one free view of this where they talk about how this company is going to be releasing some some flavors based on a lot of marketing science. I just thought it was a really funny, like, new product that's coming out. They're coming out with three flavors. There's Lime Margarita, Peach Sour, and Strawberry Guava Mojito. Ooh. Which I like how the first two were like, mm-hmm, and then the last one was like all the flavors. It's a banger. Um, but yeah, apparently it's funny because on the tape that the the tamper tape that simply uses for their stuff it says if i can read the image correctly it's mocktail and mixer so they're like they're
1: that's actually tipping their
0: hat to the whole non-alcoholic uh that's really trend. good advertising it's yeah. good branding it, but they're also gonna basically say bring your own bottle of rum to put into your little strawberry guava mojito and let her rip Great! It's like a seems like an elevated version of the Jose Cuervo mixers from back in the Whoa. day.
1: <laughs> the heartburn.
0: It, it it that juice is magical. Oh my
1: gosh! Well, I remember we thought we had to add more alcohol to them.
0: Yeah, we did because it didn't taste like alcohol.
1: And we were like, "This isn't right." And then we were not right, and it was a problem. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, sometimes you you just it was like when you made the Nyquil tea and then had Nyquil with your Nyquil tea.
1: That was the best sleep I've ever gotten, to be honest. It's called a coma. Ah, uh, need more of that in 2023. More comas. More,
0: more comas, 2023. Big goals. side quest. Oh, that's a side. That's another thing. We had a, a little side quest update when we went out to. Is
1: that? Did you get through all your articles? No. Oh,
0: <laughs> I've got one more, but this one we're reacting to together because it's. The 11 restaurant chains to watch in 2023. This is a takeout.com article written by takeout contributors. Okay. Um, but it's the 11 chains to watch. I also, I, there's a thumbnail picture, so I can assume that some of these are involved in it, but I really hope none of them are because it'd Beautiful. be funnier. I love that. But yeah, we're our side quest of moving out to San Diego. We went out there and there was a little frog under the bridge that said, You don't have the level requirements for this, so <laughs> we're gonna kick it in the desert for another year.
1: Um, yeah, that's a weird one because it was like, it's something we could do. Like, we could make it work.
0: But it would be a stretch.
1: We felt like the stress of having to work in the place that we like to have a vacation meant that we wouldn't have those vacation feelings anymore.
0: We're going to lose a little bit of the magic and stretch a little bit too far to just kind of exist.
1: Right. And rent out there, like, if we had rented something while we were there to move in April... Um, we could have locked in at a price that we could afford. But if we waited to rent something until April, it was going to go up about $100 a week.
0: Yeah, that's roughly what people were saying, which is crazy to follow those types of market changes.
1: Which is so sad, but it's the reality of things. And rent is going down here, so... We're
0: going to ride that roller coaster to the end and see where it takes us.
1: Well, the the thing is, like, if we spend more money on rent, we have less money to eat out. And that is not the goal.
0: And this is... Love food, hate money, not love apartment, <laughs> hate money.
1: <laughs> and we also have the added challenge of a disabled dog who can't live anywhere with stairs, essentially.
0: <laughs> we do have a funny little seal at this point uh, in her, her life.
1: And so trying to find a place that was going to like work for her. And then also San Diego apartments don't have washer-dryer. And that was... It's one thing uh, they don't
0: believe in. They just think, jump in the ocean, you're fine.
1: Honestly, that was the biggest deal breaker for me.
0: It was funny, though, because you could find one bedroom, $1,500, great, with with washer-dryer. Or you could find a two-bedroom, no washer-dryer, 1500 great. If you want them together, that's $3,000. <laughs> put it together.
1: Yeah. Um, so we're going to... That
0: pricing was... It was funny to watch and experience, but... We do not have the requirements for that quest.
1: We just, yeah, it's the timing is not there, and I also think we both kind of had this realization that we haven't been to enough cities to make a big decision like that yet. Like, there's some other places we want to go check out before we like uproot our lives here. True, because we comfy. We're
0: we're doing good. <laughs> we have a good community of people, and there's enough food for us to enjoy. And that's what I need. All right, who are we watching? The eleven restaurant change to watch in twenty twenty three. Are you ready? Start slideshow. It's probably gonna. Oh. <laughs> I will give you a thousand dollars.
1: What I have for all whatever money. you
0: want. I know, but you're I will find it. I will go out and make an extra thousand dollars doing whatever. If you can guess what the first one that they put in this article is. Raise your Um. The only hint that I could give you is too good of a hint, so it would just be give- a giveaway.
1: My gut says Subway.
0: I, that was a good guess. Seven <laughs> Eleven. What? Apparently. Oh, seven- you
1: know what? I've actually seen a lot of stuff about how they're trying to like up their food game because uh- people. Are so into the way that like the Japanese stores have the, the, all their food. I
0: honestly, if more 7-Elevens turned into actual kombinis here in the United States, I'm here for that. True. I mean, QT's already trying their damnedest with oh the snackles. My gosh.
1: So what is, what is 7-Eleven doing?
0: Uh let's see if you don't <laughs> first of all, this article's attacking me. It says if you don't think 7 think of 7-Eleven as a restaurant, you haven't been paying attention.
1: Okay, well, I haven't been paying attention then. <laughs>
0: the convenience store isn't just nipping at the heels of major food brands. It's surpassing them. At 9,000 units, the chain has more locations than Taco Bell, Wendy's, and Burger King.
1: Yeah, but it's not in a restaurant. But those
0: are not. real. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see. 2019, they introduced evolution store prototypes. Um, let's see. That When's... has
1: Pokemons? Uh,
0: uh, yeah, they're evolving, apparently. One of them has a fast food drive through Apparently, they're partnered with Laredo Taco Company. Complete with patios with beer, wine, and frozen margaritas. Yeah, barely where? There. Where? Um, Where to taco company, hybrid store, yada yada, heat lamps, soda fountains. Yes, it means drive through Slurpees. I, uh, it's not telling me.
1: <laughs> okay, what's the next one?
0: All right, next place that we're visiting and our places to look for BBQ Chicken, South Korean Fried Chicken Chain, BBQ. It's not barbecue, the BBQ, since we're the best of the best quality.
1: <laughs> well, that's adorable. I love that.
0: Uh, got into an argument with someone over just like changing up acronyms the other day. Uh, let's see. Still has a fairly small footprint in the United States, over 100 locations throughout the country, though. The technology that they're testing could shine a light on the chain and help it expand nationwide. Oh, is it run by robots?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, watch out for that one. Apparently, looks like they've got locations in Inglewood, New Jersey, and South Korea, whichever one's closest to you.
1: <laughs> okay, what's next?
0: Up next is Chipotle.
1: Chipotle Life.
0: The most notable change to its future restaurant design is the Chipotle Lane.
1: Are they drive through?
0: Yeah, a changed version of drive through. There are currently 300 stores with a Chipotle Lane.
1: <laughs> no, I I think the Costco that we go to has a Chipotle Lane.
0: I I don't like that word, <laughs> Chipotle. <line. laughs> uh, let's see. Unlike traditional drive-throughs, you oh you can't order at the window. They're only for picking up mobile orders. That I mean that, that makes makes sense. so much more sense. That was the thing that always confused me about like the drive thru subways, where it was like,
1: oh well, right, you ordered I get... at the window there though.
0: I know, but I was like that is the worst. Half the fun is like
1: seeing the ingredients. I mean,
0: over the sneeze guard to sneeze on the pickles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yum. <laughs>
0: That's the Ron restaurant, but I appreciate that. Oh, okay. Dave and Buster's is up next. No. Apparently they're trying to better target millennials and Gen Z.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Their core brand going forward will bring greater focus to executing adult occasions.
1: I don't think that's appropriate.
0: Uh, age 21 to 39, so like a little bit of grooming involved still, but still adult occasions. <laughs> what oh man apparently yeah i love the way they wrote this in this article though says look no further than the chain's most recent ad campaigns chock full of gen z's millennials and euphoria style lighting to witness the shift in message
1: i'm sorry who wrote this this is so embarrassing
0: uh amalgamation of people that think that if you are in our age bracket euphoria is the tits (laughs) that's a great joke it's a wonderful joke
1: i'm glad you liked it
0: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Fat Brands. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, fat Brands in general encompasses fat burger, Buffalo's Express. Never seen one of those. And Hot Dog on a Stick. Did not know that Fat Burger and Hot Dog on a Stick were the same company.
1: Man, I haven't had a corn dog in so long.
0: Makes me want a corn dog real, real bad. bad. Um, apparently, we'll have to look out for those. Um, it doesn't... Say why? <laughs> Say why, but apparently they're coming out with brand first. Oh, they're going with two for models with Fat Burger and Buffalo Express. So, oh, they're going like Pizza hey, Hot Taco Bell? Yeah, they're doing that with it. Um, apparently, that first one was referred to as uh, Fat Buff. Um, <laughs> its first tripod combination consists of a Fat Burger, Buffalo Express, and hot dog and a stick, which opened its thousand square foot location in LA. It has not been given a nickname but the writer of this article is rooting for fat buff on a stick. Mm. Uh, All three of those in one restaurant, it's basically going to the mall in a thousand square foot. It's it's a mall food court in a thousand square foot building. That's incredible.
1: You know what would make me respect those places, though? If they made weird combination items of...
0: Fat buff on a stick?
1: Yeah. Like, if they made, like, weird shit where they combined ingredients from all three concepts and it was, like, weird monster food... I'd be here for
0: it's the chaos cooking trend that we've talked about already, but like they're pizza... not going, they're not pushing hard enough.
1: No, they're not trying hard enough because like pizza Hut, Taco Bell, like you weren't able to get,
0: give me a real, a real, real Mexican deal. Pizza. Mexican
1: <laughs> <laughs> like that wasn't a thing. And I think that's like, I don't know about you, but I need a pepperoni taco.
0: Look, if I'm there, I'm not in a good mental health space anyway. So give me.
1: <laughs> it's not what we want. It's what we deserve.
0: The next one. I am looking out for because they're coming back here, baby. Fazoli's. Fazoli's. Oh, fuck
1: me up with some Fazoli's.
0: <laughs> Love me some Fazoli's. <laughs> Let's see. What does it say about Fazoli's several trends? Yada, yada. Ghost kitchens. Most recently, the chain has been mixing up its menu, testing oven baked subs in select markets and partnering with the cheesecake factory which is tripled its dessert sale. Are you telling me that if I go to a Fazoli's, I could get a cheesecake factory and a drive-thru with some really rank breadsticks?
1: <gasps> wow, I'm not... Honestly, can you believe we're going to move away from
0: that? Wow. I mean, I'm going to be going to the airport frequently.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's where the first one's going to be. Yeah.
0: Oh, this next one, I've always been watching out for, but more as like a be forewarned jack-in-the-box.
1: Oh, man, sometimes they'll come out with stuff and I'm like, that sounds so fun. Oh, and their items it, and it's are just the absolute most absolute hot garbage.
0: Wonderful. They understand that people under the influence of weed are there, and somehow they still do it so bad. Let's see. Why are we watching out for them? Um, it's one of the few that has gone all in on the Miso Robotics Flippy 2, another cost saving. Oh, because we're on the lookout because that's where the iRobot robots take over the world scenario is going, where they're doing little little flippy burgers. We're on
1: the making lookout making gummy for, bears. That's where the most people who are going to go on unemployment are coming from.
0: That's what we're... <laughs> don't worry, they accept EBT.
1: <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> that's...
0: I feel like Jack in the Box is the, is the one fast food place that I've seen that is, like, vocal about that. Where they're like, we will we will take it all. We do not discriminate. I, d- I can't think of going to any other fast food restaurant. And having that be like, they have it a in core, all their
1: windows, I think, is what makes it so prominent. It
0: seems, yeah, it's like a core bit of their advertising. So, yeah, watch out for Jack in the Box. It's already, it didn't say anything fun about it other than that they're investing in robots, which I don't think is a.
1: I don't think it's going to make the food taste any better, to be honest.
0: Unlikely. Or it does. Maybe that's. <laughs> could you imagine? You go to a Jack in the Box that's all robots and you're like, these tacos are wonderful. No. Um. Up next, Jersey Mike's.
1: I love Jersey Mike's. Same. It's so expensive. I can't afford Jersey Mike's.
0: It's. Yeah. As far as fast food goes, it's not it's not cheap. Um, It doesn't say anything other than that. They're doing well on sale. So watch out for it. That's a really.
1: (laughs) Is this like an article to help you with stock options?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Fast food stonks. (laughs) All right. Ooh, love this one. I hope that more of them come out here. Based on that. You have any idea.
1: I hope more of them come out here is what you said. Yeah.
0: Something that's not from here, but they do exist here. Is it Whataburger? No, there's plenty of those. We live next to all of them. <gasps> we're gonna be so far away from a Whataburger. No, we're not. That's true.
1: Um something that's out here but is not everywhere.
0: Jet's pizza.
1: Oh.
0: That nice Detroit style pizza. Okay. Apparently they have They found a surprisingly simple way to use artificial intelligence to gain $100 million in revenue, allowing customers to order pizza via text message. Okay. Domino's has
1: been doing that forever.
0: Yeah, but apparently you can adjust the orders. Like, you can text an AI program, and that AI program will adjust your order based on the phone number that it's attached to is what it looks like. It's how I'd imagine they execute it. Weird. It's a system built in partnership with a company called Order AI. So watch out for Jets because... Jack in the Box is going to have the actual physical things that can attack us. And Jets is going to be able to tell you why that humanity needs to <laughs> not <laughs> exist anymore. Cool. Is that all of them? Um, I think there's one more. That was Jets. Oh, McDonald's. Sure. They're a new up and coming business. Yeah.
1: I've never even been to one.
0: We're looking out for McDonald's because they're testing... New, diminutive locations specializing in takeout, delivery, and drive-thru only. So the McDonald's ghost kitchens, watch out. Apparently, they're <laughs> cool, I guess. Special pickup rooms <laughs> and a counter for delivery drivers. That's lame. Ooh. <gasps> Yay. Love this one. We were just talking about them. Yum Brands. The parent company that owns Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFC is ready to add 100,000 new restaurants to its portfolio. Jesus. Who did they buy? And that's without acquiring any new brands. What? It's a move that solidifies Yum's position as the largest fast food company in the world. They're currently operating at fifty four thousand locations, and they're gonna try and go really hard in the paint. I guess they're specifically eating Taco Bell as a growth opportunity overseas. In the past, go yeah. Oh,
1: overseas—that makes way so they're more. They're just sense.
0: going full like, international. Know, I can name Monster.
1: Like six cross streets near us that have a Taco Bell, like. We don't need more here. We're
0: going to have six cross streets in South Korea that have them too, apparently.
1: Good for them. They deserve it.
0: Oh, yum. I mean, they have done really well with their international branding in general because KFC is a holiday tradition in Japan. And that's just a crazy, like, that is the pinnacle of marketing.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: And that is, that's that. That was the last one. Wow. Watch out for... Machines taking our jobs again, I guess. And me going to Fazoli's to... Oh,
1: my gosh. I Honestly, we're going to have to do, like, full video reaction to oh. Fazoli's.
0: I honestly...
1: Because my childhood memories of that restaurant, it was my favorite.
0: It lives in this upper echelon it is gonna of... It's going to be so bad. ...of heavenly seasoned food.
1: Oh, my God. It's going to be awful.
0: <laughs> um... Honestly, I, f- I memory does serve. Their breadsticks tasted like they're very squishy. Mm-hmm. They're very squishy oh, sticks. Oh yeah,
1: they were perfect.
0: And then I, I am confident that their spaghetti sauce tasted like ketchup.
1: Oh yeah, no, it was great. It was the worst Italian food the you worst could have best ever had, but it was my favorite thing. I can still like
0: <laughs> vividly. I w- we would go to the one um in Mesa.
1: The one was- off at Arizona Avenue.
0: No, we would go to the one on Baseline in like Gilbert ish. There was one on that oh, southeast yeah, corner. Yeah, that was
1: over by where I used to go to basketball practice as a kid. Uh
0: huh. Uh huh. That was the that was <laughs> the Fizzolis. <as always. laughs> but wow. yeah. Any highlights for you? Any thoughts?
1: Uh oh! I did check our um our Apple Podcast reviews recently.
0: Email.
1: We have all five star reviews. Nice. And That's I just to say, thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. When you take the time to review us or to uh, leave comments or any of that stuff, it helps other people listen to us, and we appreciate that.
0: And the more people that listen to us, the more people also get this really insider <laughs> information.
1: Well, the more people that listen to us, the more crazy crap we can do.
0: That's true. And I'm full of that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And in our new apartment that we just applied for today, we should be able to have a recording studio.
0: And if we don't get it, we're still going to have a recording studio.
1: That's not our kitchen table. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All
0: right. Well, on that note, I think I just heard our... Robot, uh, robot banging on the door so I'm going to go and board that up real quick <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you for listening to Love Food Hate Money this podcast is edited by John Watkins of Feathered Fiction Studios he also does our original music if you want to connect with us reach us on social media at lovefoodhatemoney or email us at hello at lovefoodhatemoney.com uh, we still have t-shirts we still have stickers we have all kinds of good stuff uh, so reach out Um, If you know someone that you think would be a really awesome guest for us to interview, or if there's another podcast where you're like, Hey, they should interview you. Let us know. We would love to collaborate more this year and do some more fun stuff.
0: Talk to all the people and make everyone entertained. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye. Bye. I made a mess.